The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show that could go for a nap. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting in this chair, sitting over there in that chair, making us sound good today, celebrating his 45th birthday today. Happy birthday to one half of Black Star. Most Def. Wow. Nice. Okay. Most de- Supposedly dropping an album soon. Has oh, Most really? Def has Most Def somehow yes, yes fa- found a way yes to Yasin Bay now. To oh, I'm sorry. Yasin <laughs> Bay. Has he found a way to r- stay underrated? Because here's oh, yeah. the thing. He was he was great as part of Black Star. Yeah. He did great solo stuff too, yeah. I thought. And then by the way, he's a pretty good actor. I think yeah, I think that's why he's probably underrated because he kind of just ditched music for a bit and just kind of yeah. I think he released an album a couple years ago, but he's for the most part he's kind of an, I, I, a lot of people just see him as an actor. It's kind of weird. That's it's weird because it's like cuz Common kind of did that same thing yeah. where Common was like I'm going to become a rapper and then I'm become an artist and now he's just kind of like but he he feels like he is appropriately rated. Right. Like people yeah, are like, yeah. everybody thinks Common. Everybody awesome. likes Common. Yeah. Do you, does anybody hate Common? I don't, I don't no, I don't think, think so. so. Yeah. But like Most Def seems like somebody who's somehow flown under the radar. Yeah. So you bring up Most Def, everyone's like, oh, that's oh yeah, right. Most Def, that guy yeah. is great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, happy birthday, Most Def. And sitting to my right, the Ishmael Johnson to my to my Greg Tepper, our West African prince. <laughs> Ishmael Johnson. Fair enough. That was a good one. Uh, if you couldn't tell, I came into the office late today <laughs> and had to uh, formulate a show, which is why this is going to be a bit of a weird. Tra- so this is let's off the top. Let's run through kind of the rest of the the week and and the rest of the year of this show. So uh, as many of you may know, you may have heard the rumors that next week is the Texas high school football state championship games. Uh, at AT&T Stadium. We, of course, will be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Complete coverage at TexasFootball.com. Crazy, stupid, over-the-top coverage. It's like bananas. Um, At TexasFootball.com, it's dropping Mondays when our big state preview goes live. But, uh, obviously, um, we will do a show today, tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, We'll do our normal one-hour show Thursday with the uh, thrilling season finale of Free Money. Um, And then we'll have our Mailbag Friday. And then we're going to do a show Monday, and on Monday we're going we're gonna to have a couple of big announcements, including the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year and something we're going to talk about in a moment. But then we're done. Like, then we're not going to have the show uh, on video for um, the rest of the year. We're going to take the rest of the year off because we're going to be at AT&T Stadium. Um, long story short, we have to have a really good internet connection, and we don't have a great internet connection at AT&T, so we can't do it there. We'd love to, but it's just we don't have the the means to do it. Uh, we will, however, have preview podcasts, if you're listening on the podcast. Step and I are going to record uh, special edition, crossover editions of Tep and Step into the TFT feed. Uh, so if you want to see what we nerd out about on the premium podcast, you can see that. We'll have daily preview uh, podcasts previewing the big games those days of the state championship games. Uh, but next Monday's the last show. Uh, but as a result, um, this is kind of the last show we have to book. 
And so I kind of didn't. And that's why we're kind of doing what we're doing today. <laughs> There's a peek behind the curtain. Today is Tuesday, December 11th, 2018. 351 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 678. 678. Willie Davis's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Those unforgettable 42 games in 1975. On today's show, we are going to discuss um, one other award that we're handing out on Monday. The iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Year Award. We will talk about that. Who should be in the running for that. And then, Max had a great idea. I was sitting in the bunker and I uh, over in the bullpen of the uh, of the editorial uh, part of the Dave Campbell's text football office, and I said, "Hey, does anybody have an idea for uh, for another segment? I've got one segment, but has anybody got another one? Give the people what they want, Greg." And and Max goes, "You know what people like? They like asking questions. Yep. So we're gonna do a mini mailbag. We're, we are we are gonna we are gonna have a hard out at twelve thirty because we don't want to uh, we don't want to ruin the sanctity of Mailback Friday. But we will answer a few questions uh, coming up here at the back half of the show. If you want to put your comments down below in the Facebook feed, uh, we'll answer as many questions as we can uh, up until about twelve thirty. So mm -hmm. that is it. Let's start though uh, with this. So Monday we are going to announce the uh, Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award mm -hmm. um, here live on this show. Uh, honoring the most outstanding player in the state of Texas. Uh, we will also be announcing the iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Year Award. Um, we've partnered with iCoach uh, to honor coaches across the state. Uh, of course, you're familiar with our iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Week Award. This is the Coach of the Year Award for all coaches across all classifications. Um, we are... Um, uh, you know, the, uh, each, each coach recognized with a special honor typifies discipline, character, and integrity while passing those values along to their athletes to help them be successful both on and off the field. Uh, and so we have to pick who we think uh, has done the best coaching job in the state of Texas. And that might be even tougher than picking the best player. Uh, and as a result, I want to kind of open it up for a conversation between us sure. about who should be in the running for the iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Year Award. Uh, all coaches at all levels in Texas high school football are eligible. Uh, but I'll start off with one guy. And by the way, if we don't mention them, it doesn't mean he's not eligible. No, that means, that means we're absolutely it, ignoring them. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, means that, it means that we haven't had enough coffee today. Right. Uh, I'll start with one. Uh, I think Jason Tucker from Haltom needs to be in the conversation. Uh, I believe last night he won the Landry uh, Award Coach of the Year for North Texas. Yep. Uh, what he's done at Haltom is incredible. Remember, this is a Haltom team that was really stuck in the mud um, it, you know, as a program. Um, but he took them to New Heights, took them to a regional final um, for the first time ever, maybe? That might be true. Yeah. Um, but you can you consider where this team was. Um, I mean, this was a, a team that um, last year – come on, come on, computer. This is a program that last year was essentially just like an also-ran. They were 6-5. and five. They were first-round cannon fodder. Uh, the year before they were four and six, in uh, the you know the year before they were they were one and nine. Mm -hmm. I mean this is a team that 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 did not look like it had any sort of forward momentum. They were zero and ten as recently as two thousand and fourteen, and now suddenly you know thanks in large part to their quarterback Michael Black, but uh, you know the the coaching job that Jason Tucker has done at Haltom I think is certainly worthy of this uh, conversation being the conversation for the I coach inspirational coach of the year. Yeah. What do you think? Stay in Region One uh, in that six A Division Two, and we'll say Scott Peach at Arlington. Yeah, uh, because you look at in the same case with Haltom, you look at that region, and you're like, oh, you know, you got Den Geyer, you got Cedar Hill, you know, you th the Haltom and Arlington are kind of in the afterthought. Mm -hmm. And just as recent as a couple years ago, I believe Arlington was flirting around 500. Mm -hmm. And now, past two years, I believe they had one loss last year, undefeated regular season this year. Um, obviously, both teams fell to Tascosa, who's like just on a roll. Uh, the, but, they're a house on fire. Right. But 
you look at those teams and you're like, oh, they're the, they were kind of the, the mm-hmm. highlights of Region 1? And it's a little surprising. Um, kind of shows the – I mean, it really shows the turnaround job that both coaches have done. No, absolutely. I, and I think I think he certainly deserves to be in that conversation as well. Um, you know, and speaking of which, by the way, we should probably bring up uh, Texas Football Today's own Ken Plunk probably yes. deserves yeah. to be in the conversation yep. too. At Amarillo Tascosa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's not just that – it would be enough if it was just a panhandle team – that made it to a semifinal, right? Like at the six A level, mm-hmm. but like the way that they've done it and the way that they have just like this. This is a team that has so much f- that's playing with so much fire right now, and you can you there there are teams that you watch and you can tell um, that 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 energy is coming from uh, on top. It's sure. coming from from the top, yeah. and th- that's kind of the feeling you get with Ken Plunk uh, there at, at Amarillo Tascosa. So I think he's certainly in the conversation for that. Uh, Max, is there anybody that you think? Uh, is oh that man. Jared Fikach, Saba, Abadouz. What was it? One and nine, zero yeah. and ten, yeah. three and seven, undefeated at state semifinalist right yeah. now. Yeah, that just doesn't happen. Yeah, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Uh, and, and especially, yeah. by the way, tough region. Yeah. Uh, uh, you tough know, region. they've they've run through a tough a tough schedule to to get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're right. I think he's in there. If we may stay in two A, mm-hmm. um, and and this is a guy who. Like, we know he's a great coach, and yet, arguably, I wonder if this is his best work yet. Uh, it's Denny Faith yeah. at Albany, mm-hmm. who's now over 300 wins on the year, uh, or on, on his career. He's now 399 and 4 at uh, his career. So, I mean, this is not a guy who's like a, a, a new Jack. He's not a guy who's a new <laughs> guy on the block. But this Albany team was, for all intents and purposes, dead in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were dead to rights and uh, at 0 and 5, and then suddenly they have rattled off. Uh, you know, nine consecutive wins, and they are now um, in a state semi- state, sem- state semifinal. Uh, you know, this week against Groover for a spot at AT and T Stadium uh, again. An Albany team that we thought in the preseason had a chance to be pretty good, yep. and then we basically just buried. Forgot about them. Yeah, <laughs> we it was like, like eh, we were fine. just shoveling dirt <laughs> on them, and then they were the Undertaker gif where they just like <laughs> sit up like ah. <laughs> That's exactly it. So I think I think Denny Faith uh, deserves some consideration uh, in there. Yeah. Uh. Go with Brad Butler. Good call. Shadow Creek. Yeah. Good call. 5A Division One. It's hard to start a program. You can talk about, oh, he's working with talent. Oh, look, there's just it's, it doesn't matter. You need to put it together. Yeah. You need to be able to. You need to be able to do it. Yeah. That quickly. You need to be able to do it. And his first season with the varsity squad, I mean, state semifinals, good chance to make state finals. Like they're absolutely. Mm-hmm. I consider them probably favorites against mm-hmm. Wagner. Um, yeah, probably slight favorites. Yeah, probably slight favorites. And yeah. In their first year, that is, you're exactly right, and I think that there's like there's this notion of like, oh, he's just got great players. You still got to coach him up, yeah. and they do. Shadow Creek's got great players, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you got to coach him up, and and to pull together a program as quickly as he has, I think is is really really impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that is a little tough to talk about today, and because we haven't talked about it yet, Coach Williams at Fort Bend Marshall. Yeah, James Williams. They're going yeah. through something terrible right now. For those that don't know, one of their players was killed overnight, and. Uh, uh, Drew Connolly, the defensive back, yeah. terrible story. And it's been an amazing, wonderful ride for Fort Bend Marshall up until this point this year. This has been their dream season. And uh, that a huge credit to Coach Williams because mm-hmm. I really thought anyone who watches the show knows that Fort Bend Marshall is like my my soft spot. Yeah. Uh, I've been rooting for them for three years to get there because I've always felt like they're good enough to get there and they've just not quite done it. Mm-hmm. It was close game in College Station last year who all went on to win it. They looked the part this year. I don't know how this week's going to go. The number one thing is just that everyone gets through it. Uh, but you can't say enough about the job he's done, and he's. <laughs> this is going to be tough. Yeah. 
you're exactly right, and, and you know now it's it's kind of even even you know an even bigger job for him. Yeah, yeah. this is that part of the job that goes beyond coaching. Exactly, right? it's it's about being a friend, a mentor to these kids, a member of the community. Um, I think there's other guys that maybe because they are so consistently excellent, we probably forget about that probably deserve mentioning. Right. Um, uh, I mean Scott Surratt's like one of the best coaches right. in the state. Yeah, and I think I think like he, he him and like Terry Gamble and like um. John Kay mm-hmm. and Gary Joseph, they're like LeBron right. in the sense that, like, every year he's they're in the, in the league, discussion. it's yeah. like he's in the MVP discussion. Yeah. Right. So they, they deserve to be there uh, as, as well. I mean, Kevin Hoffman looking to go wire to wire yes. is probably yes. the best team in t- probably the past two years, the best team mm-hmm. in 2A. Like, mm-hmm. not losing that crown at all. Uh, you know, I know they lost last week, but I, I mentioned on the show before, this is maybe Jason Herring's best work at Refurio. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were another team that was dead in the water, and there's a lot of there's a lot of coaches because they had gone to that flex cat offense, and there's a lot, a lot of coaches, coaches who would have been stubborn and said, "Nope, yep. we're just going to do that." And he goes, he, "They got to their bye week. Goes, let's throw it in the trash. Let's find something that works." Mm-hmm. And he did that, and I think that's that's certainly worthy of of, of uh, recommendation. Um, I'll throw Josh Gibson at Pleasant Grove. Yeah, sure. had um, to replace that whole freaking team almost. I mean, that team was decimated by graduation, <clears throat> and there's also a there's a different vibe, and I think coaches will tell you this. Mm-hmm. There's a different way of going about your business when you're the hunter and the hunted. Yeah. And like Pleasant Grove, if you want to say, oh, they flew under the radar all year long and they grabbed that state championship. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> to go back and be as good this year in a different set of circumstances, I think is really, really impressive. So I think he deserves a, a conversation. If I may throw one more out mm-hmm. there. Oh, go for it. I've got a list, man. Oh, so do you? we're going to keep rolling. Don't yeah. worry. Okay. Friend of the program, Texas Football Today Zone, Ray Aguilar Jr. at yeah. San Elizario. Oh, nice. Um, this is a program out there that was, I mean, just a, essentially non-existent. Mm-hmm. And he is the youngest coach in the state. And he took them, uh, he got them their first district win, I think, in, in 10 years or something like that. Took them through their first winning uh, winning season in something like 20 years. It's incredible what he's done out there. And he's really rallied the community. You can tell. I mean, when we talked with him, you could tell, like, everyone out there was just fired up for San Elizario football, which is, like, the first time ever that's happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to do that as the youngest coach in the state, I think it's certainly worthy of being in the conversation for the iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Year. To go back to your point about guys that are just sort of used to being in this position, but probably need to get that shout out. Mike Trout's, you mean? Yes. Yeah. We'll call them. We're putting this in the Mike Trout conversation. <laughs> WT Johnson and Newton. Yep. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come they're, on. they're the most dominant team in the state. And John Kay, North Shore. I mean, yeah. we know he's one of the best in the state, but this team is unreal, and mm-hmm. no one expected him to be this good. Uh, Sean McDowell. Richmond yeah, Foster. Richmond Foster. You know, he was almost gone in the offseason, and now he's just doing the thing he always does with this team, and getting, they got better with every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Walker at Liberty Hill? Jeff Walker yes. at Liberty Hill is on that list, absolutely. Jeff Walker, one of my favorite people on earth because he does not mince words when he when he wants to tell no. you what he thinks. I uh, might call him this week just to hear, like, his actual honest opinion of what they've got this right. week in Carthage. Yeah, like, hey, coach, just between us. Just between us, because yeah. here's the thing. He'll probably just tell me. Like, if he thinks they're going to win, he's going to say, yeah. we're going to kick the crap yeah. out. <laughs> Yeah. Like or something like that. It's yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. Um, Reggie Samples. Yes. Ah, yes. I mean, yes. what the hell? Like they've just flown under the radar, and they they have worked their way into title contention. Like yep. that's their one game away from a title. Can I throw Jeff Hulem in that too with Midway? Yes. Sure. I mean, great this, call. You know, a Midway, a Midway team that yeah. lost that played for the title last year, and yeah. I know that they still have talent, but lost a lot of that team yeah. and still made it to a regional final. Um, you know. Um, I think that's really, really One impressive. One more guy from that group who we always talk about who's always there, John King. 
Yeah. Longview. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, my yep. God. Right. Yeah. Like Longview has been this is the year. Right. We're mm-hmm. just that's all we ever talk about. We don't talk enough about John King. That's another guy in that group. And yeah. now here's another group. Right. Yeah. These are the these are the under or the overachievers based on what everyone was expecting. Right. Yeah. Eric Peavy at Westbrook. Yes, we had thirty. They were thirty eighth in our preseason six A ranks. Yeah, wow. And yeah. now they're in, now they're forty eight minutes away from a title game. Forty eight minutes. From, Mike Fuller, Decatur. Yes, yep. they lose. Yeah. They, they lose their starting quarterback, one of the best players in the state, before the season even starts. Here they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, wow. I think you're right. Um, Aubrey Sims. At Aubrey Iowa Sims Park. at Iowa Park was my Good next one, one on the list. I mean, come on, Mark Bindle on yes. the show yesterday. Yes, which off all writer. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else. This one's a li- well. No, actually. No, this is a good one because he's part of – he's kind of in between both groups. Bo Robinson. Yeah. Mm. We're sitting here talking about the winner of this district, blah, 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 blah. One of these teams from this district is going to win that region. But, like, you're never like, oh, it's going to be Yoakum. Right. And all they've done is gotten better. Mm -hmm. Uh, Say what you want about what they do to locker rooms, but Mm. that's Um, neither here nor there. Two guys from Region 4, the small school in 2A. Yeah. Um, Cade Burns at Mason. Uh, another guy who's just like they're so consistently excellent that I think we forget yeah. how tough it is to be that consistently yep. excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then Bret Hart at Fall City. Yeah. Um, uh, you yeah. know, to get past right. Burton last week, right. I think is impressive, and and to kind of hold that team together. I know. And to know what you have in Keyshawn Johnson, that offense. Yeah. Like, yeah. The way they use him is really, yeah. really impressive. It really is. Uh, uh, I think he's 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 in the mix as well. He was this uh, guy was one of our finalists last year, David Lucio at Tide. Tide yes. Yeah. They weren't nice. supposed to be anything this no. year. No. And look how far they went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, Charles Bruce at Wagner. Yeah, yeah, Charles they, Bruce. They, go, they go from great in that pick. gauntlet of six A, yeah. and they drop down. And then they're like, "Oh, look, we we you know yeah. they really flex their muscles and show um, that they have a lot." Can I can throw do. Drew Sanders at Vandergrift? In yes, there? Yeah, of course. Great Drew call. Sanders, um, great call. Uh, another guy who's done a terrific job there at Vandergrift, um, and, and that was, uh, um, you know, we knew part part of it is that you know realignment was good to them, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you got to go out there and do your do your work, yeah, do your they, job. So they basically because uh, they walked into a district that was. Not as top heavy as the last one, mm-hmm. but they still had to beat teams like Hendrickson, Cedar Ridge, and they they did it. And it <laughs> looked, I mean, that's the thing is people forget that like early in that going, you remember uh, Hendrickson was m- murdering fools, yeah, yeah. And Cedar Ridge looked really good, and yeah. suddenly you're like, oh man, is Vanderbilt the third best team in this district? Yeah. And then you know they they get to a, a regional semifinal. Mm-hmm. So, um, Centex guys, Laplante, Hutto. Oh yeah, Brad Laplante. Wow. No, no, not him. Just not, not him. Uh, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Bradley Plant. Uh, I'll throw Marcus Schultz at Splendor in there too. That's a great pick. I mean, I'm back first to that, playoff win back, ever. Back to that first group. I mean, Todd Dodge and Hank Carter just do this every year. Like yeah, it's nothing. So that's know? the thing is yeah. that we have now. I mean, we already have an impossible task of choosing the Mister Texas Football Player of the Year, and now yeah. we have an, an equally impossible task of choosing the I Coach Inspirational Coach of the Year. Don Hyde, La Vega. Uh, yeah, first year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> first year. Like La Vega's still rolling, but you forget he's actually the new head coach. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. I think again, much like we were talking yeah. about with guys who it's like they're the the program's so consistently good that we just um that that we just kind of oh it's it's not you know, we forget how tough that is. Mm-hmm. Um that program is so very much the same mm-hmm. that like we forgot like you forget that it's a new first year head coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um it's a tough decision. We're gonna come up with we're gonna get together with our folks and figure out who should be the I coach inspirational coach of the year. Uh, but that is a little conversation on that. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Um, I'll only sell it this way. 
Um, you get the two magazines, the 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football sent to you. Now you get, also get pre-order for the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You get that. Okay, you know you get the magazines. You get the year's worth of exclusive online content. Going up today is the final installment of Tep and Step, our oh, premium oh, high school man. football podcast yeah. um, where Matt Step and I nerd out. We went for an hour and a half last night breaking down all 20 semifinal games. Yep. That goes up today. It's for insiders only. Uh, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider if you want 90 minutes of insanity from Matt Stepp and I uh, going through talking uh, state semifinals. We preview every single game. So, uh, 1995 for an entire year. 1995 for an entire year. It makes a great gift as well. I, I keep mentioning this, but if you've got somebody who's tough to shop for, but they like sports, get them this. It'll only cost you 20 bucks, and uh, I promise you that they will like it. So, uh, And if they don't, uh, then uh, they can blame Ishmael. It's yes. Ishmael. Greg can give you your money. It's Ishmael.Johnson at TexasFootball.com. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, TexasFootball.com to become Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. All right, we got about seven minutes. Uh, sure. Why don't we do a mini rapid-fire mail? we got some good questions, Yeah. so okay. that's fine. We don't have a, as many as normal, but we got some good ones. Bill D. Ball Jr. asks, Some are quick to label victories an upset for 6A mm-hmm. Division One. I. I contend that... Four teams left, Allen, Duncanville, North Shore, Lake Travis, are so strong that regardless of who wins, it will not be an upset. Do you agree, part one? What other groups of four teams meet this criteria? For you know, What final fours do you say mm. there just aren't upsets in this one? Mm. I think he's got a great point That's on 6AD1. That's, That's a good one. I think that if you look at the, the four teams that are remaining in 6AD1, um, you c- I think you could say reasonably because of the pedigree advantage yeah. that Allen is a favorite over Duncanville. Sure. But I would not label a Duncanville win an upset. No. no. Um, and on the other side, um, I think that right now North Shore is probably a, f- a small favorite over Lake Travis. Mm-hmm. But it's Lake freaking Travis. Yeah. yeah. Lake Travis doesn't upset people. Yeah. They have lost. They lost that ability a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. yeah. So they, I think he's. I think the he's minute right. they beat Highland Park in 2007, that was their last upset. Yeah. Yes. As far as other other places are concerned, other brackets. Um, boy, that might be the only one because. I mean, well, mm, oh, is there another one? I'm trying to think, sir. Two A Division One. Got New Deal, San Saba, San Augustine, Mason. Yeah, I don't see yeah. a huge the, the upset. The only in that. the only one that I would maybe in that in that regard, the only one that I would maybe label as an upset, uh, maybe yeah. would be if uh, San Augustine beat Mason. Yeah, that I would think Ref- that would surprise me. Mason beating Refirio kind of knocked out the last blue blood. Yes. kind of in that, and so it was like, okay, this is kind of nice. Uh, this is up for grabs. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like you know what? I'll throw another one in there. Yeah, uh, three eighty one. Yep. Uh, Brock ah, and yeah. Malakoff, yeah, I think, um, is a straight-up coin flip type game. The way Malakoff's playing right now is really impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Grandview Yoakum is a what? I, uh, <laughs> I have no idea yeah. on that one. That would be one that I would say not no upsets there. Um, yeah, that's probably about it. Yeah. yeah. Go. Yeah, those are good picks. Mm-hmm. Those are good picks. Uh, Aaron Flynn, our man, two-part two question here. Is 120,000 people watching Lake Travis versus Judson on local TV considered good? And also, what would be your biggest upset in the semifinals? Uh, okay. Uh, f- let's take the first part first. Okay. 120,000 people watching is a lot. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's a lot on a high school football game. I would need to, you know, I could probably get it. I wonder if I could get, like, ratings for, like, the high for Probably. Fox. Right? I probably I'd could. probably yeah. lose my job, too. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, here would be the biggest upsets in my mind in a state semifinal. Um... East Bernard over Newton would be a big upset. Sure. Um, I think Decatur over yeah, La Vega yeah. would be a big upset. I think Tascosa over Longview would be a big upset, but at the same time, 
Tascosa is certainly good enough to do it, and they are feeling themselves. And Longview right. does not have the greatest reputation as far as uh, as far as um, you know taking Finishing care of business. Um, Ryder over Alito would be an upset too. Other than that, everything else uh, is within the realm of possibility. Cal Allen over Marshall would be Cal Allen over Marshall yeah. would be surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Although Absolutely. now, I mean, again, I hate to say this, but like. I wonder where Marshall's head's at, yeah. and and that makes it a little, you know, that is obviously the least important part of what's going on in, in Fort Bend yeah. right now. But um, that I think you're right. Cal Allen over Marshall, at least on paper, uh, would be a, yeah. a, a, a relatively significant. Uh, what upset. about the the two eighty two games? Um, right, Fall City over Mart would be an upset. Yeah, yeah. But would, I think Groover at Albany's a coin. Flip. That's yeah. You're f- fair enough. Fall there. City fair over enough Mart. There. Fall Definitely. City over Mart would be an upset. Fall City, yeah. because of the way that Mart is just murdering people, hammering yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's next? That's a good pick. Um, oh, uh, Tony Blaylock with a great point. Uh, nine and five Iowa Park, mm-hmm. eight and six Decatur, mm-hmm. nine and five Ryder, mm-hmm. nine and five Albany, mm-hmm. all in the state semifinals. Yeah. Has there ever been this many five plus loss teams? Yeah, I don't think this late. I don't think so. Um, I, like normally we get one. Like yeah. normally one, maybe two. But yeah. the fact that we've had this rash of teams that started off like super slow. Mm-hmm. Um, that Albany, of course, started off 0-5. Decatur started off really slow. Um, it's it 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 is it's it's bizarre. It's it's you know not bad, just yeah. just really really interesting. Um, that we've got these teams and Ryder. I mean, Ryder was, I mean, just really you penciled them in as kind of also rans, mm-hmm. but they have caught fire at the right time. Uh, Iowa Park's that same way. Iowa yeah. Park is just kind of like, they're another team. It's like, oh, they're probably... Uh, if we were to, like, all, from the outset, we'd say, ah, I wouldn't surprise me if they won a playoff game and then, you know, area around. They're mm-hmm. a good season. You know, yeah. pat them on the butt and they yeah. go off and hang up pads. Right. Uh, but for them to be here is really remarkable. It's been a long time since we've had this many, like, legit Cinderella stories here. Yeah. Who was it last year that got mad at me because I kept calling them a Cinderella? Was it McCallum? Yes. Yeah, McCallum, McCallum was very Austin mad McCallum. you were calling them a Cinderella. They were. Cinderella. They were. They were. <laughs> What's uh, next, Max? <laughs> our good friend from San Antonio, Jakob Jan. Uh, question: mm, Which pri- I know, right? Question: Which private school state champ would have the best chance for a UIL state championship? This is tough year to year. It's tough year to year. Yeah. I would say right now it would probably be um, was Bishop Dunn or like Saint Pius. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, know, you know who I'd throw in that mix would Preston be um, uh, TC Cedar Hill. Oh yeah, yeah. Trinity, Christian. Uh, Trinity Christian Cedar Hill is certainly in that mix. They've already won their state the, championship. The problem is matching him up with a level. That's right? the thing. Like they could so all, they're they they're all. they're taps division yeah. two. I know right. Pius typically Which, plays five A. Yeah, think, in their Pi- in their yeah. district. And Pius is division one. So yeah. then, if you're Cedar Hill, Trinity Tr- Trinity Christian Cedar Hill, yeah. maybe four eighty one or something like that. Right. Um, they'd be in the mix. Um, Bishop Dunn is in that mix. Yeah. Um, yeah. St. Pius because they've got Ganell. Um, yeah, I would say those teams. Although I will say, if you dip down to the six-man ranks, if I can, if I can just kind of be that that kind of hipster yeah, go for, for a moment, um, if I uh, I would say that uh, a team like Bolverde, Brack, and Christian could probably give a run to um, the D two team. Well, maybe not Strawn, but like, yeah. um, but uh, maybe the D one teams, either Milford and or um, or McLean. Which, yeah. by the way, congratulations to McLean. Yeah, they won uh, yesterday. They yeah. won. Last, yeah, they won yesterday. <laughs> um, they are through to their first state championship game. Uh, in program history, uh, excited for them and uh, appreciate uh, Coach Clint Lindman uh, doing the dang thing. Uh, I believe in his first year there at McLean, which is really impressive. They are, by the way, if you don't know where McLean is, Google it. M C L E A N. They are coming a long way to AT&T. Yeah. <laughs> What's next, Max? 
Uh, our good friend Matt McSpadden goes, Carthage versus Liberty Hill or Silsby versus Quarrel, which would you attend? Uh, Carthage, Carthage Liberty, Liberty Hill. Carthage Liberty Hill. Mm-hmm. Carthage Liberty Hill. I think, you, I think uh, there, there's war. an argument. There's an argument that if you want to um, – if you want to pick, um, and Step and I talk about this on Tuff and Step, we're actually on different sides of this. The one that Matt, Matt is most fascinated by is Quero Silsby, right? Because Quero Silsby, um, Quero has been so much faster than everyone they play, mm-hmm. and now comes Silsby, who you could make an argument is as fast as Quero, right? Makes that interesting. Right. Uh, but I've been waiting for Carthage Liberty Hill for like a year. Oh yeah, yeah. like <laughs> we saw this. Yeah. We saw this coming in the office. I want this very, very much, and I'm very excited yeah. that it's here. All right, let's do like two more. We got two more. That's it. Uh, Mizell asks Liverpool Napoli. How's the game going to go today? I don't want to talk about it. Sorry. What Max. do you guys need? The weird, the weird. Win, the right? weird it's like. 2-0 or 1-0 or 3-0, like but like if it's like 2-1, they don't go, and if it's – I, it's so weird. It's in Anfield? Yeah, it's at Anfield. Okay. I'm not getting my hopes up. It's one of those where it's Fair like, enough. if this happens, great, hey, but I, I am come not d- – Come down to Europa. It's, it's well, you, The water's you, nice. If we do that, you're not going to win. The water's come, nice. Hey. If, hey. We, if we come down to Europa, you ain't winning it. Hey, so. come down to the U21 FA Cup. Sir, we have, we have, the, we have the Europa Master. That's okay. Already beat Liverpool sure. in there. Come on, you are. We owe him. <laughs> What's uh, next? Finally, last question, and this has nothing to do with you guys, but it gives me a great chance to tease something. Oh, oh, Our oh, man I'll Joseph Oliveras down in uh, Super Sentex goes, "What team surprise? What's what team has surprised everyone that's still in it? Guess what? Ryan McDonald oh! is writing a piece right now that'll be up on TexasFootball.com within the next 24, 48 hours about the lowest ranked teams in our preseason rankings." who are still kicking it in the playoffs, and he's going to write a little bit about their journey here, why we thought they weren't going to do so well, and what's changed since then. It's going to be an amazing piece. I've already worked with him a little bit on it. Look for that on TexasFootball.com. That is the answer to your question, and that is the end of this show. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Max Thompson, for Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper, Vince Young. Please get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow with Craig Way and Greg Powers on Texas Football Today. (laughs) 